The biggest part for me with social media growth has been honest. Sharing my drug use, sharing my addiction to alcohol, sharing my heartbreak, sharing all these things that regular fucking people are experiencing in life. While everyone else on Instagram and Facebook, who are making millions by the way, are putting up photos of the perfect angle. I've never done that. Hi, it's Anthony Baxter here from the Smarter Hustle Podcast. The Smarter Hustle Podcast provides value to people who want to live their life to the full and move fast. We share both strategies and smarter ways to achieving your goals, key fundamentals and stories on the hustle, and what it takes to be successful. I'll also be interviewing super interesting humans across the globe. The Smarter Hustle podcast will cover areas including digital marketing, entrepreneurship, startups, culture, and how to live an awesome life, giving you real-world takeaways that you can implement. On this podcast, I'm interviewing Tony Versich from Tony Body, who's helped thousands of men across the world live a better life. Let's get into it. So, uh, true story, Tony uh, is the reason that I moved to Bondi. He inspired me to get outside of my comfort zone and fly over to this beautiful part of the world. Mm. Uh, and it's true that Tony is on a true mission to help uh, inspire, transform, and help guys, men uh, across the world lead a more fulfilling uh, and better life across the three key. Yeah. So, um, before I start rambling on, I'm going to hand it over to you, mate. What does that mean to you? And what, what is your mission exactly at the moment? All right. So basically I started off in the fitness industry, like most personal trainers. That's what I used to do. And we'll dive into that and how important that is to the story. But basically the mission is simple was to enable men and women. We're branching out now, but specifically it was men to live a fucking amazing life. Now, what most men think they want is they want to look good. They want the six pack. They want to have the muscles. Our mission is to step away from that and yes, give you a healthy, lean, athletic body, but also make you happier, make you more motivated, make you more excited about life. The mission is simple, actually. I know I should condense it into a word, but I'm fucking passionate about it. We are more stressed, depressed, overweight, and anxious than ever before. Mm, so true. As a society, like men, suicide rates of men are skyrocketing and, and, it's, and it's getting worse. And there's more information out there than ever before. There's more coaches, there's more mentors, there's more podcasts, there's more shows. Yeah, we're declining mentally and physically. So the mission is to reverse that statistic, to make us feel better, to make us feel happier, to make us feel fulfilled. And we have something called the key three, where we focus on body, mind, love. When you have a healthy, lean, athletic body, you think clearer, you feel better, your digestion, your sleep, your energy, it all skyrockets. Then you have a better mindset, which means you're ready to handle life. Most of us are fucking chronically stressed mm. and we react to the world instead of interacting with the world. Mm. And then when you master your body and mind, the third key is love. Very cheesy, very true. Most of us just want to be loved. We want to love ourselves. We want to have great relationships. And most of us don't. Most of us don't. So. That's the mission, man, is to, is to enable I the world for the key three to give them, you know. It's amazing. And you came out with that framework, that was, that, that's yours? Yeah, it's yeah. the trifecta, man. It's, amazing. You know, it's, it, they don't exist without, you know, one doesn't exist without the other. So yes. you need to have the body to feel good mentally. Your mind has to be there to have a great body and you need both to have great relationships. So um, obviously you've created a mission to help men, uh, but for the female viewers that are watching, yes. um, I'm, I'm assuming that methodology and what we're talking about today would help them as well. Everything, everything we shared today. So initially Tony Body, this was due to one of my mentors who might be watching. He said I had to niche down and right. I wanted to help everyone. In okay. business, I thought I wanted to help the world. I wanted to change the world. 
and I was told to niche down because men needed help and they do but everything we're going to share today we have a woman's program now as well the Phoenix oh, Woman Reborn program awesome. going well it's the same like obviously we're built differently but in terms of mindset very similar yeah. physically a bit different but the principles for living an, an amazing life are the same yeah. for men and women man it's like come on amazing <laughs> yeah where did this all start so um, I know you're deep down the rabbit hole now. You've helped thousands of people, yeah, uh, thousands yeah. of men across the world. Yeah. But what put you over the edge to go, you know what, this is what I'm going to do and this is my life's mission? Great question. So, so typical uh, rags to riches. Um, I started off with severe anxiety and depression. Is that the path you want me to go yeah, down? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the whole story. Just yeah. tell the story. Yeah. So, so I had severe anxiety and yeah. depression, was medicated at 16. Um, and I was put into a box. Like most of us as human beings, we get put into boxes. Yep. So I was told by a professional, you're in this box and you've got a mental illness and you've got issues. So like many young men, I turned to fitness as a solution, getting lean, getting ripped, getting a six pack, getting shredded. Yep. And that happened. I got the abs, I got the six pack. I wasted a lot of time, energy and money doing it. Like most of us who, who try to improve our bodies. And I was doing well in my life, but I, I still didn't get the mind right. You know, I could make money pretty easily. I was building a business. I looked great. I got into a relationship after years of no confidence. However, I still had a lot of barriers, limiting beliefs and fears going through life like many entrepreneurs do, right? Mm -hmm. And things started working. Things started getting better and better up until I had a massive heartbreak. I was gonna propose to my partner at the time. Um, this was about three years ago. And one week before I was gonna propose, she came home and told me she didn't love me anymore. And I was just the PT at the gym. I was making really good money, but I wasn't changing the world. I wasn't helping people with the key three. I was fucking counting reps. And this shattered everything. If any of you watching right now have planned your life out, like you've planned to take Firefly to the next level, help entrepreneurs, change the world. I had my whole life planned out. And that within a second, it was, it was shattered. Mm. So I went on a three month bender, man. I took all the drugs in the world. I drank, I wow. partied, I smoked two packs of cigarettes a night. And I came out of that three month metamorphosis with this clear vision of fuck, I don't want anyone to have to go through this ever again. Yeah. I don't want anyone in the world, they should go through it because it helps you grow. Yeah. But I don't want anyone to be like myself where I had no tools to handle life. Yeah. I had no tools to handle life. So what I did was I hired a mentor and uh, I was working at a gym at the time. Uh, I was making four grand a week, making really good money. I'm not saying that to brag, but I was really good at what I did. I bought my first house and everything shattered. I wasted all my money and I, I decided to throw it all in. And I found this mentor and I realized that I wanted to grow. I wanted to level up and I wanted to help people that were in my shoes because I came out of it. I came out of it stronger. So I quit that job. I moved to Bondi, $750 a week rent, got a dog and I had no idea what I was going to fucking do. You jumped into the deep end. I jumped, I burnt the boats, man. Yeah, and, and love it. The mentor really helped with that. He told me that I could change the world. I had a gift. I had experiences. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I had things I could share with the world. And I was very fucking terrified. I was scared. But I decided to take a leap of faith. Yeah. And my mission was to change the world. It's changed now. Yes. I know I can't change the entire world. But my mission is depth to help men and women you know, who are in my shoes. Yeah, amazing. Because most of us can't handle life, man. Most no. of us can't handle life. You're doing well when you're motivated or you're excited. But when you lose your job, when you have financial issues, mm. when you get ill, when life throws shit your way and it will throw shit your way, most of us, entrepreneurs included, we balk in the face of adversity. 
and I've found in my like experience of being in business and life in general that it's it's a roller coaster and it comes in waves. And yes. um, learning how to actually uh, understand that and 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 not feeling like you're 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 insignificant or you're losing when the wave's yes. a little bit lower, and knowing that you're going to go up as well. And uh, it, for for me, that's helped me uh, actually third place and actually understand that wave and roller coaster motion because yeah. we can't always be at 100 percent right like yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. otherwise uh if without winter there wouldn't be summer etc etc night and day man yes it's like these and, and these waves of life like it, it is waves night yes. and day summer winter yes most of us don't have the self-awareness or emotional intelligence unfortunately because yes. you don't learn this shit, man no you learn how to add but you don't learn how to take a failure yeah so, so these waves are normal in life. And, and I guess the mission is for most human beings, if you want to live a great life, is the lows get higher and higher until they, they become like the lows become your old highs. And you start going down this like yes. rabbit hole of living a dope life, living an amazing life. And I think that's something lacking in society in this day and age is most of us don't get taught how to life. How to There's life. no guidebook on how to be a man. There's no guidebook <laughs> on how to be a woman. True. Good luck. <laughs> so yeah. obviously, you're you're acting as a mentor to um, thousands of guys, and yeah, uh, and they, and they look to you for you know when their times are tough and they, when they're going through challenges. Mm -hmm. How important has mentorship been for you lately? You mentioned the mentor yes. uh, previously helped you get started. Yes. Uh, how many mentors do you have now in your life to help you know help you out? Because uh, it must be hard helping thousands of guys and having the weight of that on your shoulders. Mm. Uh, does Tony Body have his own mentors? Does Tony Body need his, you know need help occasionally as well? Absolutely. Like every, everyone needs a mentor. Yeah. Uh, I truly believe that all of the most successful people on the planet have a mentor. Now, whether you want to be successful or not, we live in an amazing day and age where you can access any amount of information. And you can find people who have exactly what you want. Mm. You could do that in the past, mm. but you'd have to go find Brian Tracy and, and send him a letter. So yes, I have mentors and I find people, it took a while because it's, it's really scary to invest in yourself. Yeah, It's a big thing. Entrepreneurs, they want to make money, but they don't want to spend it. I invested I, 10 grand. <laughs> yep, that's why you're successful, right? A lot yeah. of people watching right now will go, I can't do it because I don't have the finances. Yes. So with my first mentor, well, he's actually my second, but the one who sparked this, Lynn, um, it was 10 grand to work with him. It's yes. now 25. Right. I didn't have the money. Right. But if I didn't take that leap of faith, I quit my job and worked with him. Yeah. I asked my parents for money. I got, I made it happen and it was really hard. But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I wouldn't have had my own breakthroughs. So I've got a business mentor. I've yeah. had sales mentors. I've had, um, speech mentors. Mm -hmm. I've currently got a, a coach to help me with training, you know, with exercise and nutrition. Now I know how to do all of that stuff. But uh, there's something I call the worth it versus worthless principle. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us live our life worthless and we say we care about ourselves. Your actions speak louder than words. So most of us live worthless in the sense that we buy junk food. We invest in things that don't support us. Mm -hmm. A lot of, <laughs> I used to drink and take a lot of drugs. What entrepreneurs do escapism, but we don't invest in ourselves. And um, once I made that shift and I still make it to this day, a huge portion of our revenue goes into team and self-development. Nice. So I think everyone needs a mentor and it's a huge part of the journey yep. because it's perspective. Mm. I would have figured this shit out on my own, mm. but it might've been 10 years from now. Mm. It just speeds up the process. You're one of, you're a mate. You're one of my mentors. Yeah, I mean, we'll be bouncing ideas off each other on a daily basis. Exactly. And I think having a sounding board as well, not as just a mentor, but people that are alongside you because uh, everyone's on their own journey. I I've exactly. Found. 
Um, I've also found putting mentors on a pedestal can be a dangerous position to, mm. to move to. <laughs> Story uh, of my life. <laughs> so, so in my opinion, like taking mentors, uh, advice, etc., it, it should still be filtered through your own uh, mindset, brain, and, and logic. Yes. Uh, and I have, and I have been in the situation previously where I've uh, I've taken mentor advice and uh and not listen to my gut yes so um so anyway i just wanted to interject that Uh, it's true like i I was reliant on one of my previous mentors and he helped me build a massively successful six-figure online business yeah but i became reliant on on him and i didn't communicate that with him properly it was all on me um and it was a valuable lesson now now i'm actually currently without a business mentor but i'm enjoying this process of creating my own ideas the key three for example but I think at some stage in the future, yes, definitely bring someone on and not being reliant on them. Yes. It's, it's about having an open mind in business and in life. If yep. you open your mind, there's a lot less stress involved. Yeah. You know, One of the yeah. things I admire about you, Tony, is you've created a very unique business model. Mm. Uh, and, and you started this a long time ago, right? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, using, using yourself, uh, content, social media channels mm. to create an online-based community and business model. I've, I've been mm. really impressed by the, uh, by the volume and high quality content that you've put out there. So, um, so, so how big has social media played a part of your business? Obviously, mm. this is a loaded question, Tony. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But how big is social media to your business these days? Well, our entire company is run with social media. Right. So our coaching is done through Facebook, Got it. Uh, Messenger. Yes. We have a private Facebook group. Yes. Social media has been integral in what we do. And, and a lot of people right now keep asking, well, how do you go, how do you break out in social media? Yes. We, we live in a pay to win environment these days. So organic definitely is important, but I found if you find a powerful message that you're passionate about that solves a problem, simple sales 101, you solve a problem, you put that message out there through paid advertising or organic, people are going to bite. And then you offer a shitload of value. You give away all your best stuff for free. I love that. You know, we do three seven day challenges. I do uh, seven 40 minute webinars once a week, uh, every day for a week during our challenges. Yes. I personally reply to all our clients. It's a lot of work, but the rewards are endless. Yeah, I guarantee by giving more, you actually receive more in the back end, but it's not the intention, is it? No, I don't. I said yesterday on a live video yeah. and we got eight clients signed up yesterday and each client is worth over a thousand dollars, you know, and that's fine. It's they're, they're investing in life coaching, Yes, but that happened because I didn't expect to sell anyone. I just wanted to give them heaps of value Yes, and through social media, show them my authentic self. Yeah. The biggest part for me with social media growth has been honest, sharing my drug use, sharing my addiction to alcohol, sharing my heartbreak, sharing all these things that regular fucking people are experiencing in life. While everyone else on Instagram and Facebook, yeah. who are making millions, by the way, are putting up photos of the perfect angle. I've never done that. Um, I've know, seen a few selfies on your Instagram. But those aren't the perfect angle. <laughs> you know, like no, I've got a lot of imperfections. Totally but I know get it. Yeah, there's some, there's some on there two years ago. <laughs> it seems like storytelling and being authentically you is, is really important, right? And, huge. And, and getting rid of the, the mask that a lot of people put on these days. Fucking huge. A lot of people ask us and ask me in particular, like, how do I create content if I don't know what to say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it sounds like you've got the perfect framework and you're talking about stories and things that are happening and, and talking about what you're passionate about as well. Yeah. Do you have any advice to people that uh, that don't know how to get started creating content uh, to get out there on social media because they know it's where they need to be, yeah. but there's this barrier and, and, and they just don't feel like they've got value to give, which 
I'm just going to call it out is usually bullshit. Everyone's got value to give. Yeah. yeah. What would you tell them? Like, how would you, what, what kind of advice would you give them to get started? Okay. So if you have a heartbeat or breath through your lungs, you have value to give. <laughs> it's not some motivational mumbo jumbo. It's a fucking fact, right? And the best way to do it is this. Initially, when I went online, I, I did want to help people, but the content I created was for me. I created content sharing my story and that almost built my niche. That built my niche of anxious and depressed and overweight and stressed men and women who want to live an amazing life. And when I talked to the camera, I was fucking horrible on camera. Just start. You know, your life doesn't get better by chance, it gets better by change. So just start. Pull out your phone every day for 30 days and record yourself talking about things you've done in your life, things you've experienced, challenges you've had. And that's almost going to build value. And then if you put it out there, because you don't know if it's any good, you might think it's amazing. You put it out there, it gets slammed. Yes. But if you spend 30 days, for example, writing a post on Facebook organically or Instagram or recording a video, the market, the people on your feed are going to tell you what's good and what's not. Yes. You're going to grow. You're going to learn about yourself. It's like self-therapy. Yeah. And, and it's about consistently putting out stories. and. So let me, let me summarize. Let me summarize. Instead of thinking about what to put out there, just speak. Yeah. Just speak, man. Like speak, share speak, speak, share your truth. And, and, and if you get judged, great. If anyone has time to judge you, that's their fucking problem. It's a big thing. We're worried about judgment and I get it. It's, it's scary putting yourself out there, but you do have a fucking voice because if you breathe or have a heartbeat, you've had challenges. You've had adversity. You've had triumphs. Combine those three things. Challenges, adversity, triumphs. Write about them. Talk about them. I guarantee you'll be able to help at least one person. And then once this you... This is fire, guys. You better be writing notes. What, like, what, take notes. <laughs> once you build it, bro, it, it's that feeling. So, so you're worried yes. you don't have value to give? When one human being thanks you or shares with you that that story that you thought was a boring story that you shouldn't share about how your dad treated you or the problem you had with money, you share that story yeah. and somebody goes, thank you for that, that feeling is gonna fucking light a fire inside of you. 100%. It's gonna light a fire. And, and, and yeah. one thing I noticed you do really well is you engage with everyone that comments, so you actually add value and you share tips. You, you, yeah. you, you just put so much value on the table, yeah. uh, but you engage with your community on a, on a, on a, on a constant basis. Yes. Uh, I see a lot of people out there not engaging, you know, they might do this video and then they walk away and go, well, it didn't work or, <laughs> uh, but you've actually got three or four people out underneath asking questions, etc. Like, yeah, I, I think it's so important. I want to know what your day to day looks like because, yes. um, you know, you're half the reason why I moved to Bondi. I came over, we hung out as friends. I got to see your lifestyle and I was, uh, I fell in love with this place, number one, but also I was really impressed with your ability uh, to to mix, uh, I guess, lifestyle with your business and, and kind of bring it into one, right? Yeah. Um, to be able to segment all the different things that were important to you. Mm. So so what does a day-to-day look like for uh, for a, a T-Dog? All right, cool, <laughs> T-Dog. Just a new name for the videographer. So basically... Um, Tony Boy. Yeah, you're right. The way you structure your day as a human being or entrepreneur, as just anyone, is paramount to your success and fulfillment and happiness. They go hand in hand. And what gets tracked gets measured, what you plan is gonna, is gonna eventuate. So my day starts the night before. I journal. I honestly think it's the best therapy you could possibly have. And I ask myself power questions. So the night before, what did I achieve today? What were my biggest challenges? What's my plan for tomorrow? Very simple. It takes about five minutes to answer those questions. So then every day is a lesson, every day is a win, and I overcome challenges. I also schedule everything in the day before. I typically do the whole week on a Sunday. 
using Google Calendar, really simple. Nice. So that's, that's, that's planned. I know what I'm doing for the day. Yeah. And then it starts with the morning routine. So we teach all of our clients this and it's, it's, it's huge. My morning routine is very simple. It's a five step process called the Ample Morning Mastery Method. Ample stands for ample time. Awake, move, peace, love, eat. So I wake up at the same time every single day. Every single day I wake up. There's just something what, what about- What time is that? Five, 5 a.m. every single day, right? Ouch. There's something about waking up at the same time every day that builds routine. You, mm. you start to do it without the alarm. I used to be a big snoozer. Mm. You're, you're wasting your life. People say sleep's the cousin of death. Mm. That's bullshit. Like life is the cousin of life, like live your life. And, and, and life is too short to sleep in, right? Yeah. So awake, True. move. Move your body as soon as you wake up. If you don't have time, this can be a one minute process. As many push-ups as you can do, a light jog. I go swimming three times a week at the pool. When I'm not at the pool, I'm walking. Walking's the best movement. Um, peace, peace through breath. So I wake up at the same time, I move my body. I hydrate in between that. It's not part of the letters, but I hydrate my body with uh, lemon water and pink salt. So, you know, hydrate what I've lost overnight. Then I breathe. The most important thing we can do as human beings is breath. And most of us are reactive to the world. Uh, a, good, a good analogy is the thermostat versus the thermometer. So a thermometer can track the temperature, but it only interacts with the environment. It can't do anything with the environment. When you breathe, it's scientifically proven when you, when you bring your body into peace and homeostasis, you become a thermostat, which means you are in control of your environment. So I breathe and for me, as I'm breathing, I visualize being a thermostat for my life. I visualize as I'm breathing, love it. I'm in control and I, I, and I have that mantra. So I breathe yep. for four minutes and while I'm breathing, I, I think of three things I'm grateful for. I completely stole that from Tony Robbins. Oh, sorry, I just, oh, you did? Okay, yeah, well, I didn't I, make I that up. I was just about to say, you should create some thermostats. So that's your next product Yo, that's line. the one, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Body for life that. though, that's, that's what the program I is. I love that. Okay. So awake, yep. move, peace through breath, breath, love through gratitude. So okay. three things you're grateful for. I, I write them in my journal. I share them in my client groups um, and I truly feel them. You, it's impossible, I, I've stolen this. Most successful people do this and I didn't make it up, but, but three things you're grateful for and actually feeling it. Um, I'm grateful for you listening and wanting to grow, grateful for having food on my plate. It's impossible to be negative or angry or stressed or depressed when you're grateful, it's impossible. And a lot of people we work with are just focusing on the wrong shit. Gratitude helps with that. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. we're alive today. How fucking crazy is that? If, if, if you're alive, right. you're a miracle. Yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> you know, but, but we take that for granted 100%. because it's society. It's, yes. it's the world we live in. Yes. When you live, and there's three levels to the shit that I'm talking about. You learn something, which is what you're doing right now if you haven't heard this before. You understand something, which means like it's sort of ingrained in you. Then you live it. When you live this routine, Life's better 95% of the time. You still yeah. have your bad days, which you need to have. Anyway, last bit, awake, move, peace, love, and then eat, eat to cleanse. So I cleanse my body. Yeah. Um, your, your gut is your second brain. So um, a lot of depression comes from the gut. A lot okay. of uh, you know, low energy brain fog comes from the gut. Yep. One of the easiest, most effective ways to cleanse your gut, it's cheap, it's easy, is a grated carrot, some white wine vinegar or apple cider vinegar, coconut oil, okay? Just Google it, um, carrot salad recipe, yep. amazing for the gut, it cleans you out. So awake, move, peace, love, eat. So awake to awake at the same time every day, move your body, peace through breath, love through gratitude, eat to cleanse. That's my morning routine, hydrating the entire time. Yep. And then I get into my tasks for the day ready yeah and then i'm not reactive like anything that happens man yeah if it's I, not in your calendar it doesn't exist is that 
Well, I'm very that's, my mantra. I'm, that's your mantra. I'm very yeah. flexible with that. I, yeah. I, I move things around all the time, but right. I live a very, I don't live a hustler's entrepreneur lifestyle. I work hard. I work 12 hours a day. But if I want to take two, two hours off, well, off the cuff to go to the sauna, I'll do that. You live a smart hustle life, you know, when the time you're working. Yeah. yeah. I'm hustling so that I can relax. Man. I'm hustling so I can relax, you know. I've got friends and who I are really... And I bet when you are working hard, you're, you're 100% in, am I right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. Like, I, I forget to eat. You know, I forget <laughs> to eat. Um, but yeah. but it's, for me, it's... And everyone's unique. You, you, you might love hustling. I know you love working late nights. I, I, after sick, 6 p.m., I'm off. Like it. I'm done. I'm done after 6 p.m. So... Yes. It's unique to you, but the, the whole point of that was um, your state is important. So if you master your morning, if you win your morning, you win your day. And no matter what happens, I love to get to a point where I can handle anything life throws at me. And I, and I truly believe I can most of the time, you know? Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love your honesty. I love the uh, authenticity. Thank you, mate. That was freaking amazing. Brilliant. I've got some questions from uh, the Smarter Hustle community. So, uh, so you know, this is how it works. They ask a bunch of questions, we answer them. Yep. So I'm gonna choose two of the questions here and um, yep. yeah, let's, uh, let's see if we can add let's some uh, value. So cool. I've got Karen here. She asks, how do I leave my job when I know my business idea will succeed and I'm truly passionate about that idea? <laughs> That's an amazing question, Karen. And it's fucking petrifying taking a leap of faith and chasing your dreams because you, you, you start thinking about what ifs, you start thinking about, you know, can I afford my rent? Um, what if my partner doesn't support me? All these sorts of things. And all I can do is share with you my experience in the hope that it might give you a perspective. I was making four grand a week at the gym and I bought my first home and I was doing well, even though I had mental problems, I was doing well financially, but I knew there was something calling me to do more. And I'm of the firm belief that I don't know what happens after this life. I believe there's something, but I know that I've only got one life right now. And I knew that I could spend the next five, six years doing this, but I also knew that I was counting reps at the gym, making a lot of money, and I was looking at my watch all the time, checking the time. So I knew internally, subconsciously, that I wasn't entirely happy. And I knew I could do something more. And that more was terrifying. So what I did, my, my approach was to burn the boats. As soon as I started feeling that too much, I quit my job. Now, I didn't have kids like some entrepreneurs or people, Karen, you might have. I don't know your story. But I do know this, that if you set your mind on something, and again, this is the truth. It's not motivational shit. People just throw shit out there. This is a fact. I've seen it time and time again. If you truly want something, we live in a day and age where you can make it happen. If you burn the boats and get rid of all the what ifs and you go all in on it, even if you're making half, as long as you're making enough to pay your rent and your food and support your family, that's enough. And if you do that for a year, but you're no longer looking at the clock or the watch, it will be worth it. It will be a struggle. I, it'll I, be worth it. I feel like, um, and, and I just want to clarify here, because I feel like uh, burning the boats is a mindset thing, and a lot yeah. of people take that the wrong way, yep. and they sort of get rid of all like the practicality of like, I need to pay the rent or the bills, cool. uh, and still need income in. So like my opinion of burning the boats is yeah. making that mindset shift that this business idea that you're about to uh, venture into, yes. or even if you're in business and you need to take it to the next level, it's a mindset shift that you're going to do whatever it takes to make it work. It is to an extent. Let's simplify it. Let's simplify it. Fear comes from uncertainty. 
you cannot be fearful if you know exactly what's going to happen and that outcome is one that you want. You can't, right? Anxiety and fear are based upon the worst case scenario or an outcome that's not supporting your goals. So burning the boats is a mindset thing, but you don't just burn the boats on a stupid idea. You don't go, fuck it, Tony said I'm passionate, all these entrepreneurs said go for it, burn the boats. You quit your job so you can sell uh, Birkenstock uh, ripoffs, right? There's already a business for that. So it's really simple. You have a strategy, then you have the mindset. Start with the strategy. The strategy is how much do I need to make to support my life? And realistically, can I do that if I go at 50%? If the answer is yes, then you go into the mindset of burn the boats, which simply means I'm gonna make this happen. Yeah. That's the mindset. But you need to have strategy as well in life. Yes, a lot of people totally. do go into business 100%. without thinking. Yes. Passion is part of it. Yes. It's, life's, so, so remove the ambiguity. Create certainty. You can create certainty through a lot of people who ask these questions, and I'm sure you, you might not be one of them, but a lot of people go, okay, I'm passionate, I'll do it. Yeah. Have a plan, you know, cross-check it, look at the facts, your feelings aren't facts, look at the facts. And once yes. you've got the facts, then have the mindset. Totally. And how do you get that mindset? You think about what will it cost me if I don't do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what would it be worth to me I if I that. do? I love that. <laughs> like, People, people don't have foresight. And a lot of people, um, I've seen clients who work 40 years in the same job and then they die. That's actually a really great segue because I've got Anne here. She asked, how do I find my true passion? Mm. Oh, that's uh, a tough so, one. <laughs> so she's, and, 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 and honestly, there's no right or wrong answers to this. And I think there's a lot of pressures on us as individuals to find yes. what lights us up, where our passion or what we're going to be doing for the rest of our life. Yes. And, um, it took me 22 years to find that find that out yeah and i was just trying to make it happen i was like i want to know what i'm what i'm doing like i want to yep. start a business i wanted to start a business when i was when i was 16. i wanted to leave school start a business but i didn't understand what i wanted to do and what lit me up mm. so it took a little while and i jumped into sales and perfected my craft there before i found what i really wanted to do mm -hmm. uh, how, what advice would you give Anne in terms of that it's a really tough question to answer and and it's a great question and the first thing i'd say is we're conditioned to believe because of social media and all the coaches advertising that we need to find our passion it's something that happens and 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 if you search for it non-stop i believe it's going to make it harder the best way to find your passion is to again have a strategy what am i what do i enjoy doing hundred percent. I think that's really key. Yeah. And yeah, it's like it we're doesn't have to make it. millions of dollars. No, it just has to support your life. If, like if you like the UFC Conor McGregor and you want to yeah. get involved in, in video it or, 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 or even start training or, or sell gear, mm. even if it makes hundred grand, you can live an amazing lifestyle. That is what lights you up. Exactly. By the way, <laughs> this would be my other job. I would love to be a professional MMA fighter. Yeah. Fighter. I'm not we could very maybe good at make that. that happen. Not very good at that. Episode. So uh, <laughs> there is a there is a point where you've got to ask yourself am I going to be able to execute on this um, but I, yeah I think a lot of people get caught up on the money side of things yes would you, would you agree with that absolutely yeah like w when we started Tony body we had no intention of we had financial goals but the, the real goal was like help people but also live a dope life so yep. so the last two years of building this company um, and we'll get back to the question in a second this is part of it yeah um, I was so worried about money and paying the bills, whereas this year it's all about how can I just give value? Yeah. And, and I've come to the realization that if I can give value while also living a great life, because what's the point in helping everyone else if you don't live a great life? So maybe those are some questions to ask, uh, ask yourself. Like powerful questions get powerful answers and that question is a very ambiguous question. That's not a bad thing. Mm. So if we get specific on the question, well, how can I find my passion? 
Well, what lights me up? What could I do for the rest of my life? What could I do if it just paid the bills I'd be happy to do? Um, and what could I do that would allow me to live a great life? If you answer those questions, that's a lot more specific. And then you just take ideas and, and brainstorm. And, um, and when you know, you know. So, so instead yeah. of chasing it all the time and judging yourself, yeah. there's a lot of judgment. There's actually coaches now, people that help you find your passion. That's a job now. You don't need that. What, what you do need is to, is to really look within and answer some really mm. easy to answer questions. Mm. And um, find some time to yourself where you can think about that. And remove the pressures from it. It's not a... Yeah, you don't need to find it tomorrow. Overnight. Yeah. No, like, you might find out in 10 years time that uh, you love mountain climbing. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Most whatever our, it might be. Most of our negative emotion, and one of them is, I don't know what I'm doing. My yeah. partner, she does it. Now. I need it now. I need it now. That comes from creating expectation that came out of nowhere. Yeah. My expectation, I need to know now. When did you decide that? Yeah. And you realize that you didn't. It just came up from somewhere, from social media. Totally. Um, yeah, and, I, hope that, I hope that helps, Anne. <laughs> and, I, and, I think, and I think also comparing yourself to others. And I, yeah. and I know you're passionate about this. Yeah, you yeah. You talk yeah. about it a lot. And it's something that I used to be, uh, you know, a victim of. Yep. Oh, why can't I be as successful as Richard Branson? Or, you know, well, yep. I haven't put in the fucking work. Yeah, <laughs> for of starters. Uh, but comparing yourself with others is a very dangerous game to play. Yes. Have you ever, have you ever done that? Did you used to do that? Like, tell yes. us, what, what's your opinion on that? So, so the Tony you see here yeah. didn't exist three, four years ago, right. especially with the, with the mindset stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I've always been the type of person that wants to be liked and loved. And when someone doesn't like me, we, there's a lot of them now. Um, the more successful you are, the more of them there are, right? Like the haters. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. But I didn't used to love it. And I would be like, why don't you like me? I'm a good person, you know? And it's only the last six months that have come to this realization and it came from journaling and watching what happens with clients. 10 years ago, this didn't exist. So I couldn't have compared myself to you, which means by definition, 10 years, years ago, I had the skill of not comparing myself to others and you did as well. Over time, without even realizing it's happening, we start to get conditioned. It's not you, it's a conditioning and a process and a pattern. You're not a person who's scared of judgment. You've got conditioned patterns. Because if you're the person who's scared of judgment, you can't change. Whereas if it's a set of patterns, you can change them very easily. So for me, I had to really dissect myself. I did really care what people thought. I cared about haters. I cried a lot. I, I'm an emotional guy. I used to fucking want to help people online, give out value for free, spend 10 grand on an ad campaign, and some dickhead would give me shit and I'd take it to heart. Mm. And what I've realized is if you get haters or judgment, hurt people hurt people. It just makes it, makes it interesting. Mm. And, and the best way to overcome this, just do this every single time you feel judgment of yourself or from, from someone else or haters, mm. use an interested frame. So if you look at anyone who judges you, someone calls you a dickhead or gives you mean words online or mm. on this video, yes. I just go, hmm, that's interesting. Yes. And it sounds stupid, <laughs> but you, you can't mentally be it. upset about something you're interested in. No. So anytime someone gives me shit or hates on me or judges me, um, or I compare myself to others. That's, that was what the question was. I've yeah, segued. That's right. I've segued. I just go, that's interesting. <laughs> In regards to comparison, I've realized that that causes pain for me. Mm. I've realized that that caused me a lot of pain. And I've realized that I want to live a life with less pain. Mm. So I've made that connection mentally. You might have a light bulb today or in 10 years. What I do now is if I notice myself comparing to someone else, I used to do it a lot. Mm. It's only the last six months. Um, I just ask myself, what can I do better for myself? What can I improve for myself? How can I help somebody else? And comparison is good when there's no judgment attached.
So I can see what that person's doing. I appreciate it. Maybe I'll use that idea yep. as opposed to they're better than me. Because right. you don't know what's going on no, behind the scenes. You, you don't. Know? And you I don't. think once you understand what a true, awesome version of your life looks like, mm. uh, I can guarantee that whatever they're up to is not what you want anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, like everyone's... It's a dangerous game. To I know millionaires who, who work every single day and their That's relationship's right. falling. Their wife right. cheated on them, right? Yeah. Rosie and I have an amazing relationship. But if I had kept going down the path of hustle and grind and people went, Tony's crushing it. Yeah, but my, my, my relationship would have ended. Sure. Does that make sense? So, yeah. So... And, and I think you can have both and yeah, um, obviously, you can. You can. obviously it's about balance and, and, and uh, creating a life around what you want. Yeah, and, and everyone's different. Yeah. Your, your dream life might be hustle and you might not want a partner. Your dream life might be millions of dollars and an amazing relationship. All of these things are possible. Yeah. I guess the, the crux of what I want to say for today, man, is it all starts here. Mm -hmm. It all does start up here. And most of the stories we tell ourselves are bullshit. Most of the limiting beliefs we have are bullshit. Most of the fear is bullshit. And we listen to our feelings. And brothers and sisters, your feelings are not facts. So if you look at the facts of any situation and remove the feelings and think logically, which is hard to do, it's a skill. Um, but when you build that skill, you grow faster in business yes. and in life. There's no room yeah. for emotion, uh, in, in, in my opinion, in, in business. There's room for it, but not when it controls Passion you. Is different. When it controls you, emotion is good. You know, I cry sometimes when a client's sharing a story with me. Mm. I cry on stage. I cry a lot. I keep saying and it. I would argue <laughs> that that's passion, right? I, I, yeah, emotion. but it's not emotion in the sense of like, it fucks me up so I don't get my work done that's for the right. day or I don't go out and do what needs correct, to be done. Correct. That, that's the difference, I guess. Amazing. So, so yeah. All right, awesome. Last question for you. And, uh, this is a little bit cliche. I see you reading it there. So. I, I, I can't read it, man. It's so small. So Tony, what would you tell the 13 year old self, uh, Tony, okay. uh, what piece of advice would you give him if you could go back and teleport and talk um, to yourself? This is a great question. I've been, I haven't actually thought about this for a long time, but I, I can come up with it on the spot. You're going to fucking struggle. I would say fucking to my 13 year old self. Cause I swear a lot. My dad used to do it. You're going to fucking struggle. You're going to go through pain. You're going to go through heartbreak. You're going to go through issues and challenges. Embrace them. Enjoy them. Feel them. Detach the emotion when you're ready and learn from them. That's what I would share with that person. Those are the lessons I learned. Um, but I think that's one thing we all need to learn. And every 13 year old needs to learn. Should be taught in school. That's amazing, brother. Thank you so much for coming into the show. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks, brother. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and took some real value from my good friend, Tony Versich. The Smarter Hustle podcast was created to help more people live their version of an amazing life by sharing war stories and experiences that you can draw from and apply. If you want to watch the live versions of our Smarter Hustle shows, head over to our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash realanthonybaxter. And if you're wondering... Yes, I'm the real Anthony Baxter. We're going to be putting out shows like this every week. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much and talk to you soon.